And welcome back to Hey, I'm Jack Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast that covers everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we are a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian NKC. Solo episode here to get you all the latest news and information on Eintracht Frankfurt in the English language. The only podcast that covers the Eintracht in the English language. And uh, yeah, quite an interesting time to be an Eintracht fan. To think that this time last year we were involved in the semifinals of the Europa Pokal. Now we're out of Europe, currently sitting in ninth place within the Bundesliga, which we've been in this place before, but usually we've been still hanging around in the European uh, positions. This time we're not in the European positions. We are still in with a shout of the Europa League, the Europa Pokal, by league qualification. And, of course, the Europa Conference League, which no German team has since in the two seasons that this has been running, has been able to qualify for the knockout stages. Um, yes, I'm looking at you, Kuhn, and you, Union, for your failures at that. But then again, we're not exactly pulling up trees right now at the Eintracht, and Here we are to discuss what is going on with the Eintracht. So, let's look to this weekend's match. It was against Bayfowl Bay. I kind of had an anti-Bayfowl Bay uh, stance on the podcast last week and (laughs) made some people uh, cackle at the uh, phrase that I used in uh, saying how I felt about Bayfowl Bay. Well, they... um, Maybe they listen to the podcast. I don't know. But uh, with the kind of chances that Bayfowl Bay created, now not like a plethora of world-class uh, chances, but the thing was, they converted. They converted four opportunities. Ay, 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 Look, Dorman didn't really have to push too hard, but the thing was, You blinked as an Eintracht fan, and you suddenly were down uh, two goals within a couple of minutes of each other in the second half. That really was just kind of put the cat amongst the pigeons. Eintracht was trying to regroup. And honestly, had they reached uh, halftime with a 2-0 deficit, this match result would have been more respectable. Instead, Matt Humos got his goal. Uh, Jude Bellingham, uh, Daniel Malin uh, scored the two previous goals. And, yeah, going into halftime, 3-0. Spirit was broken. The Eintracht that came out in the second half was weak. I'm just going to say that. The Eintracht, that Spirit that was on display was just dead. So, we made uh, numerous substitutions by the Eintracht, and Bembe, Knauf, Rolda, Hasebe, Kodamwani were all replaced. Some of the players that were left on uh, were interesting choices. I thought Lentz was a loose cannon. He got his yellow card, and therein, he was kind of 
Well, we don't really have much in terms of depth in defense, and it showed. It really, really showed. Dario Gebur uh, was able to make his debut. He's been playing a lot for the Eintracht youth team, uh, was on the UEFA youth uh, league that they got running. That really is just a, an opportunity for uh, teams from all over Europe who have teams in the Champions League so that their youth teams can then compete against each other. It's not a, It's not really a bad idea. Uh, one to note is that Salzburg has done exceptionally well at that and look at the kind of players that they have been bringing through there, whether they be foreign, German, or Austrian, uh, which is then, of course, fed Leipzig. And, well, look, I, I'm not here to get on my soapbox about how Red Bull works, but let's get back to the Eintracht. Ali Duo uh, looked pretty bright. Kamada had a few opportunities, but look, uh, it, it, he wasn't... There's a reason why he's not starting. It's because he's said he's not coming back. So, there's kind of no point. In, at this point, there is no reason for the Eintracht to be playing him. So, Paxton Aronson was playing. Uh, Raphael Bore was playing. Bore needs a lot of ground to kind of get the wheels going, and then he can be a really good functioning player with the team. Um, we've seen bright spots of him as a starter, but when he comes off of the subs bench, it's a mixed bag. Uh, Paxton Aronson looked uh, interesting. Ali Du looked interesting. I mean, at this point in time, you look at the starting lineup that we went out. We went with a kind of variation of a 3-4-3. Three, three. Linz has a Tuta. Yeah, like that really was our uh, desired center back threesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had to change things up a little bit. They did. But, you know, ended up being a crappy result. Knauf on the left, Buta on the right. Uh, so on Roda in the middle. The more Roda plays, the more I really enjoy him uh, as a contributor to the Eintracht. But at the end of the day, um, we also know that he's only got so much time left uh, thanks to the injuries that he has picked up over his career. Uh, Goetze, he wanted to have uh, a moment or two against his former club and Borussia Dortmund, but... That wasn't going to happen. Not at all. Bembe, you know, he's still catching his breath as he has returned to the Eintracht. And Ronald Konawani can't do everything him, his freaking self. And there were moments that you thought, this is a guy who knows that unless he comes up with something, eh, there just ain't, ain't much going on there, is there. Um, so, yeah, Eintracht looked really bad against Bayfell Bay. They have gone eight matches into Bundesliga without a win. Four points from these eight. Um, this is Christoph Daum territory in terms of the kind of results that the Eintracht has gotten of late. In terms of what we have received. So, if you want to go back to the last 11 matches, so we've lost uh, twice in the Champions League, uh, added on to that, with the lone bright spot being a very dominating victory in the Pokal versus Union Berlin, 
take away that, the last two months have been rough. Um, yeah, and the the Pokal is coming up, folks. Uh, you got the Eintracht who's going to be taking on Stuttgart away. Now, Stuttgart have their own uh, issues going on. So, I guess that's a sort of bright spot to look at. That's a horrible take. I know. But that's honestly, you want So, that's about as much as I'm going to be able to muster at this moment in time. I have been seething for days. I'm calmed down now. If I, if uh, I press the record button <laughs> this weekend, it would have been rough. But is it the players? Yeah. Is it Glasner? Glasner's not, like, giving up on this team. It's just, hey, when you have such bad momentum, such a just poor display that the team has been putting in, like, result after result has gone against them, and not just have the results gone against them, they've looked bad. Odeon match was a genuine, like, hey, wow, look at us. This is what happens when we can do good. We can be good, but, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. So, that's my uh, thoughts on the match that took place for the Eintracht. It's just a shitty, shitty time of it that we had. And you know what? It's about time that we get together, that we commiserate with each other, that we, you know, re- remember what it was like to cheer for an Eintracht that was winning. And, yeah, I think this is as good of a time as any to announce that we are going to have a Hefpod, a Hey Eintracht Frankfurt meetup in the fall. Well, I guess tactically it all comes in as the fall. But anyways, so uh, match day one for Eintracht uh, expected to be on the 19th or could be the 20th of August, depending on what time that uh, the DFL, the Dojo Fußball League, decides to schedule the Eintracht for their uh, initial match of the 2013-2023-2024 Bundesliga season. Look, hopefully it's the Saturday, but yeah, we have space reserved for Eintracht viewing of the Bundesliga for our Bundesliga season opener at the Football Factory across the street from the Empire State Building in New York City. Part of the hosting duties will be uh, shared with our friends at the EFC New York branch. Big Tom has been a great help in spreading the Eintracht name uh, in the five boroughs that are New York City and into the Jersey side as much as some New Yorkers. (coughs) Uh, we'll say <laughs> New Jersey is the armpit of America. Uh, he says that not knowing some of the other states that do exist, that we do not know that there are Eintracht fans residing in, so we can make jokes at their expenses. Uh, but let's uh, leave the jokes about the New York City area as Match day of the Bundesliga season for 23-24. Match day one, we're going to be down at the football factory across from the Empire State Building. So we hope that everyone will be there. And the very exact details will be coming out 
uh, early this summer when we get the exact timelines of Eintracht's opponent and the time that Eintracht will be playing. And we'll just make it a big old, we're going to make it a big old weekend of Eintracht Frankfurt. And yes, other Bundesliga fans who you might uh, be friends with if you're already playing, if you're like, hey, yeah, I want to go to New York City, bring your other Bundesliga friends with them. Because, uh, you know, all are welcome, which is really the belief system of Eintracht Frankfurt. The many colors of Eintracht is because all are welcome at Eintracht, unlike certain other clubs in the Bundesliga. So, uh, as this is a solo show, I do not have anything for what uh, hashtag, what are we drinking? Uh, I've been just packing down the Coors Original, uh, the banquet beer uh, of late, mostly because it's uh, NHL playoff season and my team needs uh, my support, despite the fact that I'm living in Kansas and the team's in Colorado. So, uh, that being all said, let's look at what happened with the Frauen. The Eintracht team who actually does win. Holy crap. 2-0 over Cone. But 38,000 fans went to the Ryan Energy Stadion, uh, the burger store for something of that ilk that it is known uh, locally. Uh you know, if you remove the <laughs> sponsorship, obviously. Uh, but Eintracht Frankfurt went out two new victors in the Frauen Bundesliga that puts them very firmly uh, in the driver's seat to finish in the top three. And then the uh, for the uh, Champions League places for the Frauen Bundesliga. And yeah, uh, our makeup game against Hoffenheim is coming up this Sunday the 30th, and that is so, so key. So, where the Eintracht currently sits right now, the 17th place on 41 points. Now, should the Eintracht get a draw, puts it on 42 points, three points behind us in Hoffenheim, so kind of keeps in that arm's distance only. But if Eintracht were to lose, then Eintracht will be tied on points with Hoffenheim uh, and behind via goal difference, which, of course, uh, we think that that's not going to happen because the Eintracht Frauen have proven themselves this season to be a much sturdier sort of team than in previous seasons. And I'm really looking at the top of the Frauen Bundesliga. Now, okay, a win would put us on 44 points, as I mentioned. We will be four points back uh, Wolfsburg and five points back at Bayern. I'm not drinking any heavy alcohol to make myself think that, oh, yeah, the Eintracht Frauen are going to win the Frauen Bundesliga. Chris, uh, that prediction's not going to come true this season. This season, don't mean that I can't next season, but the Eintracht Frauen are in a position to still, I mean, it's a very outside chance. But if Eintracht, when they play Wolfsburg, and that's coming up uh, a couple weeks uh Kind of a couple weeks away because we have uh, Leverkusen after that. Uh, not until the 14th will we face Wolfsburg. And uh, I mean, tactically, Eintracht can leapfrog Wolfsburg. They need a little help from someone. They need to win out. Uh, you need to beat Hoffenheim to seal up. To basically, if you defeat Hoffenheim, you seal up third place in the Bundesliga and qualifications for the first qualifying round of the Women's Champions League. Second place in the Bundesliga gets 
to the qualifies you automatically for the second round of qualifying. Uh, we didn't make the second round of qualifying because of the loss to Ajax. That would have put us on the second round of qualifying. Uh, I mean, if you take what Ajax got, that would have been uh, Arsenal ladies who are actually in the semifinal of the UEFA Women's Champions League. So who knows what could have happened there. But only the league champions actually go into the group phase directly uh, from their league finishing. And I believe it is uh, French uh, top division, the English top division, and the uh, Spanish top division that uh, have guaranteed places for uh, their league winners in the group phase. Everybody else in Europe, whether you're in the top three of these three leagues that I mentioned or you're in the you know, first and second place of uh, the ladies' league in Italy, or uh, second at first place in Holland. Uh, that's, those leagues, you know, uh, you'll have a team in the first round of qualifying and the second round of qualifying. But now, there's, there's is there a chance? Yes, they had a dominating performance against Kuhn. As I mentioned, 2-0. And one can only hope that, you know, with goals that are scored by Prasnikar, uh, no goals via uh, our fair uh, Laura Frygang, but hey, you know what? Uh, the team was doing pretty darn good without her on the score sheet. Um, I'm kind of wondering how many fans will show up for the Eintracht versus Wolfsburg match because that will be played at the Vod Stadion. Can we get 39,000? Can we get a full house even? That would be lovely. I always thought that if we got to the Champions League where we were hosting matches, that we would get 20-plus thousand fans into the stadium. You know, way more than what Bayern and Wolfsburg are doing for their Champions League matches. And you know what? It would be a lively atmosphere to have at minimum, the lower bowl of the Vodge Stadion to be filled uh, with the uh, Northwest Kuga rocking and rolling. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that all being said, uh, well done, ladies, and good luck this weekend. Uh, victory or draw over Hoffenheim means you keep uh, the pressure on. And, uh, yeah, a win. Oh, six points clear. Uh, into third place that really put yourself in the driver's seat for qualifying for the next season's Women's Champions League. So, um, as I mentioned, we lost to Bayfo Bay. Sad. Um, <laughs> last week's episode where I kind of went off on Bayfo Bay for basically dropping these opportunities when they can uh, take the lead in the Bundesliga. Like last week. Uh, they're... they're uh, their draw with, oh, who was it? Uh, Stuttgart, a 3-3 draw with Stuttgart. Stuttgart team that was down to 10 men, I might add. Uh, they could have been, what, two points clear? Of, they could have been a couple points clear of Bayern. You know what? They shit the pants. Happens. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, then Mainz did one for uh, Bayern. Uh, against Bayern, excuse me, uh, 3-1 in Mainz. Kind of showing what anybody and everybody can do. Not going to lie, Bayern, since the coaching change, has been ass. And, uh, yeah, well, if you take out that uh, the 
the Bayern result against uh, Dortmund. They've been crap. But anyways, uh, it's been a second title as something that can possibly go somewhere that's not Munich. I'm all for it. I'd like it if Bayern just kind of falls away, just crumbles, and they finish like, I don't know, like Union wins out uh, for the rest of the season. Bayern drops another four, six points, and Union's able to clinch second place. That would be hilarious if they were able to do that. Um, I think it's very unlikely that Bayern drops that far. Uh, but, hey, Union Berlin? They uh, they keep on pushing and pushing and pushing and who knows uh, they got a they got a match against uh, Leverkusen this weekend uh, whilst Eintracht has Augsburg and Dortmund plays local rivals actually a closer rival technically geographically speaking than Gelsenkirchen where their all time rival Schalke reside uh, that's a Friday kickoff so. Uh, monitoring that so that you can keep tabs on what's going on in the Bundesliga. Uh, one Bundesliga team is still involved in Europe. That is Leverkusen. They have made it to the semifinals and they'll be playing uh, against Italian club. Oh God, I'm kind of forgetting who the heck that one is. Uh, I think that's Roma. Uh, that one. And uh, good on them for you know, when we when I saw them get knocked out of the first round of the Pokal versus Ellisburg, who is going to probably earn promotion, uh, a double promotion? They got promoted from the Regional Liga, and now they're looking like they're going to go into uh, the uh, Zweite Liga. Yes, it is Roma that Leverkusen will be facing uh, on May 11th and May 18th in the semifinals. The last time they... Uh, it's been a long time since Leverkusen has been this far in the European campaign. Uh, their run to the Champions League final in the early aughts, uh, where they then uh, lost to uh, Zinedine Zidane, led Real Madrid. But they do have history in this competition, having won the 1988 uh, Europa Pokal uh, UEFA Cup versus Barcelona. <laughs> kind of crazy to think about that. Um, so here's hoping that a Bundesliga club, after so long, when we won the European Pokal, it had been so long since a team had won that trophy. The Euro fighting side of Schalke in the, what was that, 96, 97, as memory serves. And that'd be hilarious if, um, you know, Leverkusen doesn't finish in the top four. They win this European competition give German clubs a second consecutive season of winning that competition that should hopefully uh, lead for the clubs who don't finish in the Champions League to, but are in Europe and the Europe, and Europa League and Europa Conference League to, you know what, go for it. Because it is something that can really galvanize your fan base. How many people have bought merch uh, with Eintracht uh, being Europa Pokal, Europa Pokal, so yeah. I mean, I've got, uh, got a couple pieces of merchandise that say, say that. So just saying uh, that it's not so bad for the Bundesliga. Um, yeah, I should probably uh, steer this shit back over. But Bayern versus Hertha, uh, that's that's looking really, really... Even this bad Bayern team can stomp 
really stomp on Hertha Berlin. Uh, so they rehired Paul Dardai for a third time to bail their asses out. This is gonna. This is really become just a common thread with this team. Like at this point, it's like you're just going down. Just accept your fate. <laughs> and the relegation fight is pretty interesting. Uh, the team we face this weekend is all but confirmed uh, of relegation survival. That is Augsburg currently sitting on 30 points. You got uh, in 13th place, 14th. You got Hoffenheim on 29. But honestly, Hoffenheim has been on an absolute tear of late. So um, they they finally got their shit fixed and have really earned a lot of points uh, to pull themselves to you know a very good position that they're in right now because they were Ill- they were what like. 11, 12 matches played and like two points earned. I mean, it makes our bad run look like it makes ours look decent. <laughs> it was that. Their run has had been that bad and then Pellegrino Matarazzo finally got a win. They rattled a couple more wins off and then uh, another draw until they lost last weekend. Um, but that's put them in a very a uh, good position of 14th, 15th is Bochum, who takes on Maple Bay. They're, they've got to be looking over their shoulder right now because two points behind is 16th place. Stuttgart, the team that Eintracht is going to be facing in the DFA Pokal semifinal. Uh, Stuttgart takes on Borussia Mönchengladbach, who we've recently played. And then 17th is Chaka, who takes on Werder Bremen. Uh, the team that we last defeated in this Bundesliga season. Man, it is coming down to the wire. And um, I'm all here for it for the non-Eintracht-related uh, uh, stuff because the relegation scrap is really fun-looking. And you just got to wonder, it's like, do Schalke and Stuttgart have it in them to pull off a great escape? Is Balkum going to survive for a third consecutive Bundesliga season after being gone for... I think well over a decade. Uh, Hoffenheim's kind of pulled itself clear, but, you know, they're not perfectly clear just yet, and Augsburg's always down there in the dumps. Uh, they can't, honestly, it's been so long since they really had a top half finish. It just blows the mind that they, every it's like in every season, Augsburg survives relegation. It's the typical thing that, they, that you say about the Bundesliga. And Eintracht faces that same Augsburg team. What did Augsburg do last weekend, you might ask? It was a 1-1 draw with Stuttgart, where Stuttgart was very much more the commanding team in that Swabian derby. Um, look, as we, we know they set up in a 4-4-2 sort of formation. We know they're kind of like kidney stones. They're really hard to get rid of. Um, I'm not sure what else can be said about Eintracht versus Augsburg, but I don't think that the win comes. I think that you need to get the the Waldstadion absolutely buzzing. You, like, get them pissed off. Like, a referee starts making some really stupid calls that just pisses off the crowd, that they start getting wound up and getting very agitated and angry and out for blood for the Augsburg team that can possibly egg on this Eintracht team to get them their first win 
in months. It's long overdue with the Eintracht needed, but I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Thank you for having a listen in uh, to my ramblings about everything there is to talk about when it comes to Eintracht Frankfurt. Ways you can support the podcast. Follow us on our social media platforms. That is Twitter at at H-E-F-Pod. Hey Eintracht Frankfurt on Instagram. Drop us an email at Frankfurt at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod is where you can find us there for our latest English language uh, news posted in the same spot. Nice resource there. And uh, Hefpod.com where you can register, where you can find where other Eintracht fans are. The latest episodes all drop there. And new content to be released this summer is going to be a new feature that's going to be on the Hey Eintracht Frankfurt uh, webpage. So, exciting stuff for the future. Uh, hopefully we have a brighter future after this weekend. We will see what we will see when it comes to Eintracht versus Augsburg. But until next time, cheers!